Hello everyone, this is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So on today's episode, my guest is a dear friend of mine and her name is Shaka Sarant. And Shaka is sharing exactly what she's doing to manage her finances and build long-term wealth as a single mother. But before we get started, today's episode is sponsored by Smarty Pig. All opinions are 100% my own. Smarty Pig is a free online piggy bank for people saving for financial goals like holiday gifts, vacations, and even retirement. When you open a Smarty Pig account, there are no fees. This means there are no fees to join, no fees to save, and no fees to withdraw your money. In fact, you actually earn money when you save with Smarty Pig's high yield online savings accounts. The smartest way to purchase things is with the money you already have. Smarty Pig helps you replace the buy now, pay later approach with a save then spend mentality. Smarty Pig online savings accounts are offered through Sally Mae Bank, member FDIC. Okay, so I'm going to share a bit more about my friend Shaka. And Shaka is a management consultant at a global technology consulting firm and a licensed cosmetologist. As a boy mom and a believer in Christ, her focus has shifted to being a good steward over her time, finances, and relationships. After finding herself in debt continually, something had to give. She became intentional about her career, paid debt, and diversified her investments with real estate, retirement savings, stocks, and began working with a financial planner. One of her financial goals is limiting her taxable income during her retirement years. As a single mom, she's learned that sometimes you can't do it all, so outsource and it's okay to ask for help. So on this episode, Shaka shared her biggest challenges saving and investing as a single mom and what she has done well. She also shared how she's prioritizing her mental wellness and leveraging help to parent successfully. She talks about how she focused on earning more once her son came into the picture. And she also shares what she's teaching her son Christian about money and the legacy she wants to leave for him and so much more. So I really love talking to Shaka. And this is something that we had filmed prior to quarantine and shelter in place. So if you want to see the video version of this interview, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. But before we get into the episode, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do. I would appreciate it if you subscribe. If you're a new listener, welcome. I am excited to have you here. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please go to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing, incredible women just like you can find this podcast as well. And be sure to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We are updating new content on the blog every single week. All 30 plus of our courses are free. And when you sign up for a course, you get the chance to schedule a call with one of our Clever Girl Finance mentors to help you get motivated and empowered as you build out your financial plan. And of course, there are videos on the YouTube channel every single week and our YouTube channel name is Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so now let's get into this interview with Shaka. Hey, Shaka. Hi, Bola. So I am excited to have this conversation with you to talk about how you've been managing your money and how you've been able to accomplish your financial goals as a single mom. So you have a young, beautiful son, Christian. And one of the questions I get asked very often, and sometimes the comments that women in the Clever Girl Finance community make is that, well, you know, I'm a single mom and I'm trying to save money or pay off debt or invest. And it's really difficult because I don't have the luxury of a second income, mm -hmm. you know, and you've done it. You've been doing it. You continue to do it and you're able to continue saving and investing. So 
tell us a bit more about your background. All right. So I am Caribbean born, Brooklyn raised, and now live in Jersey. That's my little tagline. (laughs) It's still growing on me. Um, I have a young son. His name is Christian and he's three years old, about to be 13. And I work in the tech industry for a large consulting firm. And um, I'm really excited to be here to share all the tidbits I've learned as a single mom. So what have been um, some of your biggest challenges with saving and investing as a single mom? I think starting out, especially when it's your first child, you want to give everything you didn't have to that child, right? So I remember um, when I first purchased the bottles for him when he was right before he was born, I got maybe like 20 bottles. It's like really like do do I really need 20 bottles um so spending all that money on that Mm -hmm. then it turned out that he didn't he eventually stopped liking the nipple on that bottle so then I had to try all these other bottles and I'm trying to get like the closest to the natural nipples and I was literally spending like 20 dollars on a bottle to try out with him right um and I think um because we're trying to give our child the very best we kind of go above and beyond it it's like really like does it really matter? Maybe if I had tried the cheap bottle, it was probably like $3. He would have probably liked it. and would have been care. Exactly. <laughs> so I think I had to learn. Um, you don't have to give the child all these things, right? Because what they really need is love, attention, and that's it, right? Mm. Um, we provide and give shelter and all of that. But um, having him um, taught me, I think, to like manage my money at another level. Um, it also taught me to push myself a little bit more in my career because now I started thinking about, well, I want to build a legacy. I want to do certain things for him. I want to set him up in ways that I wasn't set up when he gets of age. So I really changed my strategy on how I handle money after I had him. So Shaka, I'd love for you to share some of the things that you have done really well. So you talked about how having Christian made you more mindful about your spending and really helped you take managing your finances to that next level. But what are some things that you have done really well that you have accomplished with your finances as a single mom on your own that you're really proud of? Okay. So I think I've managed um, buying things for Christian really well. So kids grow really fast, right? And I'm kind of happy I have a son because maybe if I had a daughter, it might be a little different. (laughs) Um, There's not a lot of crazy things you can buy for, for boys but I do like boy clothing Um, and he grows really fast. So I make sure I have a budget set every um, season and I buy him clothes that I know would last probably about six months because that's probably about all you can get up out of it. And I don't overspend, right? So I make sure I catch the sales and get him some clothes um, that is feasible for a certain amount of time. Um, Another thing that I did was I remember um, after having him, I'm like, this salary that I'm at right now is good for me, but now I have to feed a whole other (laughs) mouth, right? (laughs) I started becoming very vocal about what I wanted in my career. So I think before I was kind of passive and I would wait till annual reviews and then see what the company decided was my career track and kind of took those. After I had him, I was very aggressive about asking for more money, asking for different roles, asking for a flexible work schedule, and so forth. Um, I also realized that I wanted to do certain things for him when he turns the age of 18 or 21. So I decided it was time to really talk to a financial planner because I had start, tried for so many years to do it myself, and I just wasn't putting the time into it. That was That's the honest truth. Uh, so I got a financial planner, and with that, we came up with a strategy that felt right for me, right? I was able to kind of diversify 
um, a brokerage account for myself, for Christian. Um, and now I feel really comfortable with where my retirement plan will be. I feel really comfortable is when Christian get 18, I can buy him a car or I can pay for a certain amount of his college. Um, or if he decides that he had a business idea, I wanted to be the person that would sow a seed into his idea. So I've set up my finances so that I have different pockets that I can dig into mm -hmm. if I wanted to give him something as my child. And I love the fact that you 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 became intentional about yeah. how much you were earning, knowing that you had a son and you were solely responsible for him. So having the conversation about your career and yeah. you know negotiating salaries and increasing your income, I think that's something that for a lot of women who are in relationships, they may not necessarily think too hard about because mm -hmm. they you know. We have another income in the household, but then you were very intentional and very particular that, okay, I'm not just going to settle for what I have because yeah. I have this son that I want to help with starting a business, buying his first car, sending him to college, and so I need to make more money in order to do those things, and I love that, and I think that's a really important message for mm -hmm. moms, but I also recognize that for a lot of single moms, it can be overwhelming, right? Mm -hmm. You have to figure out childcare. You're the only one yes. up at night with, you know, a baby. You are responsible. There's no fallback plan. And so I wanted to find out what other ways did you build a support system given that you didn't have that partner to help you support, you know, taking care of your son but being able to go out to pursue the career yeah. and earn more money because you had to have needed or gotten some help. Yeah. So first, I really felt like it was I would have been a burden if I asked someone for help mm -hmm. because I'm the one who had the child. It's my responsibility to take care of. And I remember even when I was on maternity leave, um, I really love adult conversation, but I'm here with this baby and we're not talking. Um, but I, Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, I, I thought I wanted to be a stay at home mom for like five years when I had the child. I remember I used to say, oh, my husband better be making because I want to be a stay at home mom. And then when I stayed home for three and a half months, I was like, You're like now, oh, my God, like I need to talk to an adult. Right. So right there, I honestly, it, it helped me become true to myself. Um, and initially I, I wanted more money because I decided that I wanted a nanny. So then I switched jobs and I negotiated a salary. And then I honestly, I started asking like, mom, can you take him for a weekend? Um, you know, I don't, I'm not in a relationship with his dad. I built a relationship with his, his dad's mom. I, she calls every weekend. I'm like, Hey, can you take him overnight? Um, my first nanny, she's like a family friend. She loves him. She's like, bring him whenever. So I, I decided to build a community of people that I can lean on when I needed to run and do something or just come back home and take a nap, right? Mm -hmm. So I would, I would call on people to just watch him for five, six hours. I would go home, clean a little bit, and literally lay down and sleep for like three hours, then go back and, and, and get him. Because I realized that one, I had a slight postpartum and if I didn't take time to care for myself, I'm, I'm not going to be good for him as his mom. Yeah. So I really, I, I always say that I'm a mom, but I'm Shaka first, right? I'm, I'm a IT or technology person, employee, but I'm Shaka first. And what do I need to feed me so that I could be the best person for other people? And I've always um, lived up to that. And that means that I have to ask for help. Mm -hmm. I can't do it by myself, even though I'm a single mom. 
Yeah, that's so important. I think, you know, a lot of times also when you're a first-time mom, you want to do everything, right? It, that was me. It was when I first had my twins. It was I was the one that was going to make their food because I had to do that. I was the one that was going to wash all the bottles. I was the one that was going to... You forget that you need to sleep to be a good mom and people are offering you help. But it's like, no, I'm going to take... I'm going to change that. I'm, it's like me, me, me. Yeah. And we put this burden on ourselves where we start to run ourselves ragged, right? When we're not accepting the help and if you have a partner then maybe it's not so amplified but if mm-hmm. you're by yourself this can be just a huge impact on your mental health yeah stress levels your physical energy yes. you know things like that so i think it's also important to recognize that like you said getting the help mm-hmm. asking your friends and family like there's there's no shame <laughs> in getting help if it can help you maintain your well-being because yeah. being a mom is really hard right yes um and there are some women out there who will say well i don't have that support system around me i don't have a mom i don't have you know someone to help me while i go interview for that better paying job mm-hmm. um what kind of suggestions will you give them So, I mean, you have to figure out what works for you, right? While that child is taking a nap, you need to take a nap, right? The house, so I'm very particular (laughs) with how I like things laid out and having my son, I have let a lot of things go, right? We try to do everything, so we're like, okay, he's asleep, so now I have to clean the bathroom, I have to wash the dishes, I have to do the laundry, I have to do that. I learned to do things while he was up, so that when he took a nap, (laughs) I can also take it, seriously. I used to pray. I remember when he stopped taking naps on the weekends, and that was the worst for me because I would take the nap too. Like, I was not the one doing the laundry. While he's up, I will put him to play with some toys close to me, and I'll throw loads in the laundry. I'll do the dishes. So now he knows mommy's washing the dishes, mommy's cooking, and he'd start help. Now he starts helping me juice. Like, I started juicing celery juice in the morning. He's like, I want to do it, mommy, and he's juicing with me. So as he gets older, he's doing it with me so that when he's resting, then I get that moment of rest because you, you need to pour into yourself. Yeah. You're, you can do a lot, but you don't have to do a lot all the time. Mm-hmm. So really try to balance that um, for yourself. And maybe even like leaning on your friends. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think these days there are lots of networks of moms, right? Yeah. Like you guys can plan to kind of like, okay, I'll watch the kids mm-hmm. and then you go off and do what you need to do. Um, I found that I have built a lot of friendships with the moms at my school, mm-hmm. right? And we all help each other. I'm yeah. running late. Can you pick up my kids? And yeah. things like that. And sometimes we have to allow ourselves to ask for that help when we need it as opposed to overpressuring ourselves and there's always going to be someone who's willing to help you yeah um so that's really important yeah so now you are in the space where your son is growing you you're saving you're investing and um what are some of the things you're doing to leave a lasting legacy for your child and even now teach him about money, especially now that you are that role model that he's looking up to every single day. He's seeing you more than anyone else, right, mm-hmm. as his mom. Um, what kind of impression are you trying to set for him? So two things. One, I want him to have a good work ethic. So what I started actually doing was if I gave him any coins or dollars, I would take him to his piggy bank. So he has a small piggy bank that we put the coins in. (laughs) And he has a bigger piggy bank that we put the dollars in. So every time he gets money from someone, I'm like, are you going to put that in your piggy bank? And he's like, yeah, mommy. And we go to the piggy bank. And he doesn't know how to count the change, but I'll let him count the amount of money. So if it's like 10 coins, he'll count 10. I'm like, oh, my God, you added 10 coins today. And give me high five. (laughs) And he's high-fiving me back. 
So it's it's funny I have an investment property, so one of my tenants sometimes pays with cash. So when he when the tenant <laughs> comes and gives the cash, he's like, Mommy, I want two of those. So he like take two bills. I'm like, really? You just got me for forty dollars or a hundred dollars? And I walk him right over to the piggy bank and I'm like, all right now, let's go put it in that piggy bank. So I want to start slow and then as he starts understanding, I want to teach him words like this is a stock, this is a share, this is what investing is. So I use this app that I put some money in um, to invest in stocks for him because I'm trying out the whole individual <laughs> investing thing. Um, and I started identifying certain things that he likes. Um, so I look at those stocks and I'm putting mm -hmm. a little bit of money in it. And I plan to, as he gets older, because he's only three now, uh, maybe like when he's five, I'll start showing it to him because he knows how to like point to apps on my phone and do certain <laughs> things. So I figure in like another two years, I can start showing him at a young age. So when he gets to be 18 and that brokerage account is transferred into his name, and, yeah. well, he has access to it and he could do whatever, he'll be smart about it. I know he'll mess up. And do certain things, but I want to educate him as much as possible so that he he has a starting chance, right? So. Yeah, and that's that's great that you're doing that. I do something similar for my kids. Um, they're a little older than Christian, and I'm teaching them the idea of ownership, right? Mm. So you like my son is becoming this sneaker head for some reason. <laughs> he loves sneakers. So like, instead of buying, instead of us using this money to buy you a pair of Nikes or Air Jordans or Adidas shoes, we can buy you stock in that company and you become an owner of the company. Mm -hmm. And they're in this stage where they get the ownership, but they're still kind of mixing it up. <laughs> so we'll drive by the store like, well, mom, you bought me stock in that company. Does that mean I have to go and work there when I'm older? <laughs> I'm like, no, it means that you own part of it. And it's just just giving them, setting that foundation. Yeah. Even though, like you said, they will make their mistakes, but they'll, they'll come back yeah. to what they know, yes. what they've been taught, which is what we all do, right? Yeah. And I think that's really setting our kids up and you setting your son up for massive success. So that's amazing. Exactly. Um, and they like he loves it. It's a game now. So it's a game and it's normal, right? Mm -hmm. So when he gets older, he's going to naturally want to save money. He's going to naturally want to invest. And that's what I wanted to make it. I wanted to be um, a, a habit that he forms and not him struggling like me as I got older to figure out like, what is this, right? Give him the knowledge I have now and hopefully he'll do better than me. So Shaka, there is a single mom watching this that is in that space where she may not have gotten her finances together. She's still trying to navigate, you know, being the best mom to her child or children and trying to earn enough to take care of them, but also to save, invest, or maybe even pay down debt. What advice or encouragement would you give her to keep going, um, even though she's she's feeling overwhelmed and she feels like she doesn't have the support that she needs? You know, how can she kind of stay focused to see the light at the end of the tunnel? Well, investing, I think a lot of times people want to see the gains immediately. Um, they want to pay off that debt. Like when they finally sit down and look at all that amount, they're like, oh, this needs to be paid off next month. It's a marathon, right? Give yourself grace. It took a while to get here, so it's going to take you a, a, some time to get out of it. Mm -hmm. If you set up yourself with the right accountability person, like I am a total advocate for an accountability person. Because if you do it on your own, you don't have anyone to encourage you when you yeah. fall into your pity parties and you mess <laughs> up, right? Um, and you don't have anyone to cheer you on when you do a good job. So I think if you find the right person or group of people to talk to about finances so you can get some information or podcasts, right? Listen mm -hmm. to podcasts. I, I follow a certain Instagram channel just to learn and get tidbits of information about finances along the way. But really understand that 
it is a marathon, yeah. right? Make a plan and be okay and flexible to deviate sometimes. Because I don't know what Christian needs tomorrow. Something might happen and I might have to give an extra $300 to something for him. But I'm flexible and I'm like, all right, it's impeding my savings a little bit this month, but I'm gonna get back on track in the next two months because I have to get this done for him. So give you, set a plan, give yourself grace, and remember it's a marathon. And my number one thing is take the help. I'm like, outsource everything, and outsource doesn't mean that you need to pay for it. Just say yes when someone offers it sometimes, yeah. right? Try it out and see. And I honestly, I look for opportunities where I'm like, am I saying yes too much to get a little break? But my job is stressful. Being a mom is stressful. Being a single mom is extra stress. So lean on those people. And then, you know, make your plan and be flexible. Like, it's okay to mess up, and you, you're going to mess up, but just remember that this is a marathon. So Shaka, thank you so much for sharing. You are welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to do this video together. Yes. I've known you for years and years, and I've loved watching you grow and just accomplish so many things, and I'm so proud of where you've gone to. And Aww. you're a great mom. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Of course, when you asked, I was like, yes, I'll do anything for Bola. <laughs> so thank you again for having me. I really enjoyed myself. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this interview with Shaka. And if you are a single mom who was listening to this, I do hope that you found motivation and inspiration with the words that Shaka shared. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do. You can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And be sure to head on over to iTunes to leave a review if you are loving what you're listening to. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you on the next episode.